Welcome back to the podcast today for snack time. I have to ask, when is it acceptable to put up Christmas decorations? I'll be honest. I am a November 1st type of gal. Um, I get this from my mom. I think pretty much all of us get it from our mom. Maybe it's our husbands that keep us back a few a few weeks, but yeah, Halloween comes down and Christmas goes up. And I think the main reason is because I don't have any Thanksgiving decorations. If I did, I'd probably set some of them up, but I think I just love the cozy feeling of a Christmas tree lit up and the fireplace going and just something about Christmas is just so cozy. So I don't have any Thanksgiving. I would rather spend that on another Christmas village house. So yeah, I very much so stick to Christmas right after Halloween on November 1st or sometime during that week because Halloween's over. Put away the spooky, put up the nativity. That's how we that's how we roll at our house. But I'm curious when do you put up your Christmas decorations? Do you do it right after Halloween? Do you do it after Thanksgiving? Or are you just straight into Christmas like me? Also, while we're on the topic, when do you start Christmas music? Because I'm also a November 1st Christmas music person. Even in October, if there's like a snowy or cold, chilly day, I just can't. I can't not. I can't turn on. I can't not turn on the Michael Bublé. Okay. So sue me. So when is it acceptable for Christmas decorations and Christmas music? Because I'm getting really excited for the holidays. Well, I'm having another baby. The other day I saw a lady comment on our Instagram and she said, one of you are always pregnant. How many of you are there? And I just wanted to be like, there's six, sweetie, there's six of us. That's a lot. And we are often pregnant. There's 12 years between me and my oldest sister. And we just happen to be doing this during the baby making years. So yeah, we're there's always pretty much one of us pregnant. But we just love big families around here. And I am so stinking excited to welcome my third baby into our family. We're having a girl. I have a daughter that's four and a son that's two. And now another girl. I'm so excited. But growing up in a girl family, you just kind of have to love shopping. I always find some new baby finds that I didn't know how I survived motherhood in the first two babies without them. So I have been doing a lot of baby shopping, especially with all the holiday deals going on. I just can't not. I can't resist. And being a girl in this family, it's just kind of in our blood. It's in our DNA. We love to shop. So I have been shopping all of the baby deals, and now is the best time for all the baby stuff between here and Christmas. I swear everything is on sale from car seats to strollers to bottles to formula. It's just everything. So even if you're not having a baby till spring or something, now is still a great time to get ahead. So if you haven't started your baby shopping for even the big things, this is a great time to start. But there are so many amazing baby deals and I just have to share them with you. 
Um, this is the time to buy. So I am packing up my hospital bag. I got some new essentials and I'm getting rid of a lot of things I didn't use or need. I thought that I would use them with my first two and I've realized I haven't even opened this. So I have new things that I'm getting that I know I'll use and then also getting rid of some things that I'm like, eh, not a necessity for having a new baby. Also, if I sound like I have climbed the Empire State Building. It's because I feel like I have. I am always winded and maybe it's just pressing on those lungs. So hopefully you can kind of hear what I'm trying to say and I don't sound like I just ran a half marathon. So without further ado, here are my baby must-haves, my packing list for the hospital, and my most needed and used items and basically all things baby. Okay, so let's talk hospital bag. With my very first baby, I had no idea what I was expecting. I didn't know like hospital bags were such a big topic of what you're supposed to pack for them. And I am just naturally an overpacker. I love to be prepared. But now, after having two, I, for my third, am packing the bare minimum there is nothing worse than unpacking from a trip than unpacking from the hospital when you have laundry, things that you got to put away, things you didn't use. I mean, there's just nothing worse than unpacking. And who wants to unpack when you are tired and sore and everything hurts and you just want to snuggle a baby? So I am packing the bare minimum. I feel like the first baby I had, I was packing outfits. They probably thought that I thought I was moving in to the hospital and I genuinely thought I would, but now we're just keeping it minimal. Keep it minimal, but also do what's best for you. Again, everything that I say in this is what works best for me and my family and my kids and what I'm doing, but you may feel different and that's okay. Differences make us stronger. So my essentials for me, for my hospital bag. And yes, I am packed. I am ready to go. I am doing my curb walking. I want this, I want this little sweetie out of me. I am ready to not have a basketball on my body. So for me, what I am bringing and what I have packed, <laughs> what I have packed in my hospital bag is first and foremost, a robe. I remember the first time I had a baby, I packed like two outfits, one for each day, and then a going home outfit. And then you realize you're just there. You're just, people are checking on you. People are checking out all the things on you. People are trying to help you feed your baby. And it's just, it's a lot. So this time around, I have packed a robe. I have packed a nice, soft, beautiful robe for myself found it on Amazon. They also have some really great Target options, but I've linked an Amazon one that I love. And this is no BS robe, no Victoria's Secret robe. This is just comfy, cozy. I just had a baby. This is to my knee. Nothing is sexy about this robe. Just a nice, good, comfy postpartum robe. And then I have heard people like to bring their own diapers for themselves, if you will. And I never have, and maybe I should because they're probably more comfortable than what the hospital gives you. 
But I'm kind of at this point just like, oh, whatever the hospital is going to give me is what I'm going to take. I just have spent enough money on other things that I don't want to spend more money on diapers for myself. So I have heard that other women do that and they say they are a lot more comfortable. But for me, I'm just kind of like taking advantage of everything that the hospital can give me because having a baby is not cheap. So I will take what is given to me at the hospital. But other than that, I just have a really good stretchy nursing bra, no wires, no tight bands, just a little bit of support because basically I just want to feel free. I don't want to feel restrained. I don't want to feel in pain. Just give me all the light stretches. So that's pretty much what I plan to wear in the hospital. And then for a going home outfit, well, listen, this is not your cute Instagram influencer picture outfit. This is basically pajamas that I will be wearing home from the hospital. But I mean, most people know when they see you like, oh, yeah, she just had a baby. So not too worried about it. People can judge me if they want, but I just found this super cute matching set. I think it's adorable and you could honestly get it for like Christmas pajamas or something, but um, it's just kind of baggy, kind of loose fitting. It's dark colored. I went for black, but the outfit I linked has a ton of different colors. So find one that you love, get it. But for me, it's black and comfy and loose fitting and I love a good matching set so I got it in the mail the other day I washed it packed it it's ready to go butter soft it is thick it is durable she is cozy she is cute so super excited I wanted to wear her even pregnant I feel like it would be a good outfit but I'm saving it as a treat to myself for after I have the baby but yeah, that is what I have packed clothing-wise. The socks with grippy bottoms make my teeth hurt. They kind of make me cringe. I don't like the feeling or the texture of them. So I usually opt for some padded or some hard sole slippers. That's usually what I go for. So I've also linked my favorite slippers. But yeah, I can't do, can't do the grippy socks. Can't do those. But yeah, clothing wise and shoes wise, that's about it. Even to walk out to the car or to be wheelchaired out to the car, it's going to be the hard sole slippers for me. It's not going to be socks and shoes. Nope. Comfort. That's what we're there for. So I also packed in my bag my chargers. Um, I did a mirror because sometimes... If we take pictures, I like to look a little fresh, you know, not like I'm on my deathbed. So I will do my makeup in bed, just a little, a little touch up here and there. I love Aquaphor. Um, my Aquaphor girls, where are you at? Because it's for everything. I put it on my feet. I put it on my lips. People use it on their babies. It's the best. So if you have dry skin during the winter, 10 out of 10, recommend some Aquaphor. So I got that packed. I have some hair elastics. I love big clips just to clip up my hair and get it out of the way. 
There's nothing better than that. And my toothbrush, my toothpaste, comb, brush, and then people may think I'm weird. But after you have a baby and he's just like, ugh, you just feel so gross and you finally get a shower, I just, I want to cleanse it all, you know? I love to bring shampoo and conditioner to the hospital and wash my hair after the baby because it's a lot. It's a lot of wear and tear on your body. I'm sweating like crazy. So I just like to be completely clean. I don't like bring a blow dryer or anything. I just let my hair air dry or braid it back or something. But I love to wash my hair at the hospital. So that is also packed in my toiletries bag. But yeah, that's about it for my toiletries bag. We are jumping in for an ad very quickly because today's episode is brought to you by T.N. Dickinson's Brands. T.N. Dickinson is the brand families have trusted for gentle and effective personal care, first aid, and skincare for over 150 years. T.N. Dickinson's 100% natural clinical grade witch hazel gently cleanses, soothes, and treats so many skin needs for the whole family. So no matter what life throws your way, you can bet there's a TN Dickinson's for that. Their witch hazel products are so gentle that even new moms can use them to help soothe irritated areas. You know what I'm talking about and heal during the postpartum stage. If you did not hear Dr. Sparts talking earlier, we would highly recommend the patsicles using witch hazel and putting it in the freezer. Your life will be completely changed. Tian Dickinson's Witch Hazel is 100% natural astringent. It's the number one astringent brand and suitable for everyone in your family. It's even gentle enough for daily use for any first aid needs on the face or the body. It effectively cleanses, soothes, and relieves oily, irritated, red, damaged, or blemished skin. If you are postpartum and if you are looking for a little bit of help, I would highly recommend checking out TN Dickinson's Soothing Cleansing Cloths. They're made with 100% natural clinical grade witch hazel that gently removes dirt and oil and impurities while soothing the redness and the irritation from your sensitive skin. The cloths are gentle enough for your face and your body, and they're perfect for wiping those sticky hands after snack time in the car too. Thank you so much to TN Dickinson's for sponsoring today's episode. That's pretty much my bag, but I do put a few things in my bag for my baby. So this time around, I nursed my first two and it just wasn't a great experience for me. So this time around and for some personal, other personal reasons, I am just formula feeding my baby and fed is best. I don't care what you say. So I have packed in my bag just the formula that I will be using just because I don't want to mess up her little tummy with hospital formula to then what I'll be using. And then I do the same with bottles too. So I bring the bottles that I will be using and my favorite bottles are the Dr. Brown's bottles. I don't know if you've ever heard of them but they're really great for colicky babies and they don't let air into the baby's belly. They have some cool attachments to them, which kind of make them a pain to wash, but overall worth it for my baby. So that is what I will be using and bringing in my bag is just the formula and the bottles I'll be using. As far as binky goes, there are some really cute classy, trendy binkies out there. 
And I just use hospital binkies. I had one baby use a binky and then the other one loves sucking his thumb. So we will see what this baby <laughs> prefers, but either way, if you like to buy your own binkies, knock yourself out. But the hospital also gives you a lot of binkies. So we usually just have brought those home in the past. And so that's what I plan to do with this baby too, is just use what the hospital gives me. Because, you know, it does the job. We, the binky is to stop the crying and that is what we use it for. So yeah, that's what I plan to use. Um, another baby essential that I bring at least for the baby, of course, you're going to need your car seat and get that all checked and fit in your car. But just bringing a little car seat cover. This is the one that I love. I, I've linked it for you, but it is stretchy. You can use it as a nursing cover and it just keeps the baby warm and safe, keeps the germs out, keeps the people away. <laughs> I feel like if people see a car seat cover on a car seat, they're less likely to be intruding on your space. And so with it being RSV season, I have two of these because if I need to wash one, then I have a backup or if I lose one or if it gets wet or dirty or something, these are the best. So they're stretchy. They're great for summer too. They let in some good airflow, but overall I feel like it keeps them pretty warm. And then I also love to get my babies their own little special blanket. And so I will cover her and snuggle her up in the blanket too for the way home and then put on our car seat cover. So I've linked my favorite blanket that I love to get my babies. It's just so soft and thick and it'll be good for these cold, cold winter months ahead here in Utah. For my husband, I just kind of let him do his thing and pack what he needs to pack. I will mention a few things that I recommend he bring. So, oh, stressful, stresses me out. But just a comfy outfit, maybe like sweats and a hoodie because we are in Utah and the weather is already freezing here. Um, some shoes, maybe slippers with the hard soles himself. I don't know. We'll let him see. And then his main concerns are the snacks, the snacky snacks, which I will say, he hasn't packed anything else, but he has packed the snacks. So we've got some chocolate covered cinnamon bears. We have some sun chips, beef jerky, and some honey mustard pretzels. So basically we have packed for a road trip and he has his road trip snacks packed, but we usually door dash something. Anyways, I'm weird about hospital food. Some people love it. Not really my thing. So we usually door dash some food after the baby is there anyways, so it's fine, and it's what just works out for us, but then, of course, the male essentials like toothpaste, toothbrush, hair gel, comb, deodorant, whatever he needs to get ready. He doesn't usually shower at the hospital. He usually goes home because we're pretty close, but with this baby, I kind of have a feel for what's going on, especially at night after, after you have the baby, and they're checking on you, and all through the night. You're just not getting a whole lot of sleep. So I wouldn't even be mad if he went home and slept in our bed and got a good rest before we bring baby home with toddlers and we're just exhausted. But he usually does pack like a giant heavy blanket for if he does sleep over, especially we don't know when the baby will be born yet. So 
we do have a really big heavy blanket that we plan to bring. He brings a pillow and I will link the blanket because it is so soft, so warm, it's giant and it's the best Amazon find ever. And I forgot to mention for the baby, I was just going through my list of things that I pack for everyone, but I used to pack, at least for my first two, I packed like three outfits because I'm like, oh, what if she has a blowout or something? And, you know, newborns don't really have blowouts like the first two days. So now I just pack one baby outfit that I'm like, oh, it'd be cute to take a little picture in this of her in this at the hospital. But then for the most part, because she's just getting poked and she's swaddled, I bring a swaddle blanket or two of them and then just the one outfit and she wears the other baby hospital clothes if she needs. So yeah, we keep it pretty simple, especially with the clothing and stuff, just because it's just more laundry to do when you get home and no one wants that. No one wants that for themselves. As far as the other hospital stuff goes, I mostly just use what the hospital gives me. I mean, like I said before, you're paying a lot of money. You don't want to have to unpack a bunch when you get home. So we're talking, we use their diapers, we use their wipes, we use the binkies, all of the um, postpartum essentials I usually use. I just don't want to have to pack more than I need to. So I try to keep it as simple as possible, use what the hospital has, and yeah, just kind of keep it low-key, pack bare minimum, and I mean, we're paying for it, so... <laughs> That's so cheap of me. Maybe. I don't know. So after the hospital is when the real party starts and I've got some good things finally for this baby that I'm really excited about essential wise that I'm like, oh, for sure. My third baby. I definitely, definitely need this. So because I am not going to be nursing this baby, um, Lauren told me about this thing called the baby Brezza. I think I'm saying that correctly and I've linked it, but it is something that heats up your water to the perfect temperature. And then it also dispenses your formula. So it's like a cocoa motion. Basically, it just makes the perfect combination of formula bottle for your baby. And it's the perfect temperature, which is going to be so nice for in the middle of the night when I'm waiting for the water to heat up and I'm adding all of that powder because it's such a mess and I'm half asleep and I'm a zombie. So highly recommend the Baby Brezza. I've heard great reviews from Lauren, but it is a little bit more on the pricier end. So I also found a little bit more affordable of an option. It's from the same company, the Baby Brezza, and it's just the perfectly heated up temperature <laughs> for water. It's just like a water dispenser that's heated. And so I plan to pre-measure a lot of my bottles, at least for nighttime with formula. And then if the baby wakes up, then I just fill it up, shake it up and give it to my baby without having to worry if it's too hot or too cold. It's just going to be beautiful. I am so excited. This is the best invention ever. So 
Definitely got myself one of those. And I'm like, do I need one? Do I need two? Do I need three? How many of these do I need? One for each level. But very excited. So thank you, Lauren, for introducing me to that mom hack. The other thing that I am so excited about is my first two babies. They had a great rocking chair, but it didn't recline. And I just remember some days my neck would hurt so bad from like bobbing up and down in the night, feeding the baby, just so tired, but then just like my neck would hurt so bad. And there was just, you're sitting straight up all the time. So this time around, I have purchased myself and I've linked it. It's from Amazon. And I also saw that they have it at Target, a reclining rocking chair. And I am so stinking excited. It just got here. She's beautiful. She's the right size. She's not too big. She's not too small. She's just comfy, easy to clean up. We also did Scotch Guard on it. So it hopefully is stain proof. But yes, a reclining rocking chair. I even thought to myself with my other one, like I need an airplane pillow around my neck or something because it hurts so bad from getting kinked weird from sleeping awkwardly, sitting up in a chair, feeding a baby. So that is my plan this time around. A rocking chair that reclines. I recommend it to any mom who is looking for a rocking chair. Get one that reclines. So you can check out the one that I linked, but it's going to be game changer. I just know it. The other thing I'm doing differently with this baby is I usually just keep a swing on my main floor. We just finished our basement. So we have our basement, our main floor, and then our upstairs. And so it's so nice to have a little something on every floor that I can safely put the baby in as I'm helping toddlers do something. So that is what I've done this time around. So for the basement, like the office and the play area. I got something from Ingenuity. I think that's how you say it. It's called a Keep Cozy. But I love this because it's like a bouncer, but it also grows with them through their toddler years. So you can take off pieces that it's not a rocker or a bouncer. It's just kind of a chair for them when they're toddlers. I think it holds up to like 40 pounds or something. So um, Ingenuity Keep Cozy, I think is what it's called. I've linked it, but we got it all set up. It's so cute, easy to wash, easy to take apart, super easy to build. I think it took us like three minutes to put together, but very, very, very excited for that one. And then on my main floor, I got a four moms swing. So you plug it in and it just does all the swinging for you, which is nice because in the basement, I will have to be doing the rocking for the little keep cozy but for this one, it just does all the rocking and swaying for you. So that will be very, very nice. So for my upper floor, my upstairs, I got this cute little floor mat and it has little toys that dangle from it that I can just lay the baby under there while we play in the loft with kids and toys and toddlers and all that. So I am so excited to have at least something a little bit more safe and secure and a special little clean area for the baby to lay as I am helping other kids or making dinner or doing whatever it is that I have to do as a mom. But that is the plan. 
And I think it's going to be so much more handy this time around because then I won't have to be trying to carry a bouncer down the stairs or something. But very excited about that. Another thing that I am doing differently this time around, and moms may judge me, and that's fine. Um, I feel like on Instagram, a lot of the times we see these perfectly curated baby rooms that are so cute, the cutest little nursery with a cute crib and all their cute decor. And then I thought back to my babyhood and realized I don't remember anything of what my baby room looked like. And I grew up just fine. So I love to keep it simple. And this time around, we started doing this one with our second and it was a game changer. I would much rather have better sleep than teaching my kids to sleep train in various different beds. So we use a pack and play with the padded mattress um, for our kids' beds instead of a bassinet. And it worked amazing with our little boy. So I feel like it's so hard to go from a bassinet to a crib. And then if you're traveling, because we like to travel a lot, to put them in a pack and play and they're just not familiar with it and they don't like it. So that is why we just do the pack and play. It's because it's what they're used to. Uh, we love to travel a lot. So it's just kind of easy for us. I tried to transition my little boy back to a crib not too long ago and he hated it. He just wanted the pack and play. And we do put an extra pad in the bottom because it's like wood slats, I swear. But that is usually what we do for the bed, and I love it because bassinets are so expensive, and I used one for my first kid, and it was fine. It was great, but then the sleep transition from that to a different bed was just weeks of no sleep, so that's what we do because that's easiest for us, and I love this pack and play. I just got it. We set it up yesterday. And it has a little changing pad connected to it, so I'm so excited about that. But yeah, we just keep it really simple at our house. And I'm like, I don't, I made my little girl's bedroom so cute for our first baby. And then with my second, it was like, oh, it just came so quick that I didn't do a whole lot. And now with this baby, I'm like, the important thing is sleep. That is my priority with my third baby. So that is what works for us. And if you do something different, that's great too. The other thing that I am so excited about this time around is my noise machine. And I know that may sound so strange, but with my first baby, I never even thought of getting a noise machine. And then we got one with our second and it was a game changer. And now for my third, I found this one on Amazon and it is just wonderful. It is a noise machine. It has tons of different options, lots of sound levels, but there's a button on it that you can push. It's a light bulb and this perfectly glowing light comes on and it's warm and it's cozy and it is going to be perfect for our middle of the night diaper changes. I feel like with my first two, I was like flipping on the bathroom light to change a diaper It'd wake up my husband, it'd wake up the baby. And so I'm just like, oh, I need something a little bit more calm, but bright enough that I can still see what I'm doing. 10 out of 10 recommend. It's super affordable. I know that they have a lot nicer ones that are sound machines with a light. And 
that's great, but they were a couple hundred dollars. And I'm like, I'm not doing that for sound. I'm not doing that for white noise. So I found this one on Amazon, super affordable. I'm obsessed. I think I may buy another one as a backup just in case, because I'm like, I can't, I don't know if I can go another day without this. So those are my main purchases that I'm so, so excited about. Things I feel like I didn't use when I had a baby and people may disagree with me. I never used my baby wipe warmer. Maybe I should have for the night times, but I just never used it or remembered to refill it. The other thing I feel like I didn't need when I had a baby that I was really worried about was getting a diaper pail. There is nothing worse than opening up that diaper pail and taking it outside that bag. And so after a few days, so we just have learned you change a diaper, you take it right outside. And that's how we work because diaper pails are also very expensive. The bags to refill them are pretty pricey. And I just thought I used it for maybe two months and I was like, this is unbearable. I cannot do it. I would dread the task of emptying the diaper pail. So now we don't do a diaper pail. I don't use a wipe warmer. And that's just kind of what we've done. And we just try to keep it super simple and basic and just the necessities, but also the things that make it a little bit more enjoyable, such as a reclining rocking chair. 10 out of 10. Still recommend that. But as far as baby stuff goes, again, it's just what works best for you. You're the mom, you know best, and ultimately what your baby needs is you. So no matter what products you have or what you get, or if you just use stuff from the hospital, your baby just needs some baby snuggles. So enjoy those, soak them in, and thank you for tuning in today and listening to my spiel about keeping it simple for my third baby, but I'm curious to know if there is something you feel I have forgotten or an essential that you just love and can't live without or something that you totally disagree with me on. I would love to know. So head over to our Instagram, Table Talk for Moms, and I want to know what your baby essentials are. But thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and we love Love, love hearing from you guys and what you want to hear from us. So thank you for tuning in. I hope you have a great day and we will see you next time. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.